a new thing. Hello, Malcolm here. Welcome to your daily devotional podcast anchored in Isaiah 43, verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Now, we're currently looking at God doing a new thing in the life of Esther, and today we explore Esther's fasting. In chapter 4 and verse 3, In every province, wherever the king's command and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews with fasting and weeping and lamenting, and most of them lay in sackcloth and ashes. This is true for Mordecai, Esther's cousin is true for her people but Esther is not yet aware of what's going on as we talked about yesterday fasting is going on everywhere except in the palace then she finds out what is going on and the fact that she her family and her people are threatened and so chapter 4 verse 15 she says in reply to Mordecai go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf isn't that interesting on my behalf and neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day, I and my maids will also fast, as you do. She's taking part. After that, I will go to the king, though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. Mordecai then went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Esther asks other people, to fast for her. She's the one that's going in to see the king and her life might be forfeit. Esther also chooses to fast. She has her own conviction about this. Noting here that the fast is of an unusual duration. Most fasts in those days lasted for, well, maybe just one day and might be restricted to daylight hours only. But she decides to fast for three sets of 24 hours. She's taking this seriously. She also persuades other people to join in her fast. That's all the people of Israel and her maids, who presumably may not have been Jewish. We don't really know for sure. But she persuades them to. And she fasts, even though the outcome is uncertain. She will fast whether she lives or dies. How do you feel about fasting? I have to say, It's not my favourite thing to do. But I suppose we should ask ourselves, if, if we're asking God to do a new thing in us and in our churches and in our local groups, something godly, miraculous and divine, doesn't it seem right that fasting should play a part? Fasting is not something to be undertaken casually. It requires a purpose. It requires a proper motivation. The exact mechanisms might vary, the length of time or the kinds of fasting. That's a different matter entirely, but but we do it because we understand why. We have our own inner motivation. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew 6, 16 to 18, when you fast, you see, not just if, but when, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. They disfigure their faces to show others they're fasting. I tell you, they've received their reward in full, but when you fast, put oil on your head, wash your face, won't be obvious to others you're fasting, only to your father. And your father who sees what is done in secret, he will reward you. You see, that's why we fast. We fast to connect with our father. We fast to, to, have, to have a connection with our father that is deeper and more meaningful over the issue that we're 
fasting about. Is there something in your life? Is there something in your in your local faith community that needs fasting about? Something that will help you and your group to to connect more with God. I want to take some time today to pray to God about how you feel about fasting rather than just doing some fasting. Let's start there. Talk to your Heavenly Father about how you feel about fasting. Maybe it would be a good idea to fast even today or maybe tomorrow if you need some time to plan. Or maybe plan for a fast in the future for yourself or for your local group. Let's follow the example of Esther. And I hope that you find your heart, your life, your congregation and your world inspired by God doing a new thing. Until tomorrow, take care and God bless. Thank you.